Hey guys, welcome back to Cloudy Days. <clears throat> Hopefully y'all can hear this one or not. I don't know. I got it hooked up to the Bluetooth of the car because uh, we're already at work. I, I don't go until 5. Leisha goes in at 4. So, you know, <clears throat> pretty much. I'm just going to chill out right here and do my podcast for, for a minute for a minute or two. Say hi to everybody. Hope everyone's having a good day. Hope everyone had a good day today. And if not, I hope your day gets better. Um, finally got some good news after all the all the things that we've been going through. We're still under the weather. Uh, as a matter of fact, right now I'm running a temperature. They don't know that here at work. And I'm not going to tell them because I need my hours. But just my hours for this week. Because starting next week, I start my new job. And my new job pays three times what Sonic pays me. So... And I don't have to work weekends. <laughs> that was my main thing. Being a truck driver for 15 and a half years, <clears throat> I didn't work weekends. Just when I started that I was OTR. And still I would come home and do my 34-hour break at home. So technically I was off the weekend. And uh, <clears throat> so now, now it's... Uh, I got used to it and I have to work weekends and stuff. That's what happens when you work in retail, you know, retail, retail restaurants, retail, any type of retail business, gas stations, all that. You you have to work holidays, weekends, stuff like that. When you're a truck driver, if you're an owner operator, you, you have the right to reserve yourself and working the holidays and stuff unless you need the money, right? Thank God we don't need a lot of money. We just need enough to survive and stuff. That's why we have the podcast, and we thank our listeners. Whoever listens to the podcast, we listen to we we appreciate you that you listen to it. Because believe it or not, Anchor does pay when you have a podcast, but it pays you like a penny per. So, like right now, like the more my uh, the more the audience listens to it, you know, to our podcast, the better we get at getting paid. Um, we all started from the bottom. When I first, when uh, the first person that, that listened to our podcast put us on there, I was so excited because I was already like, what? We already made a penny. And I was happy, you know, that I had made a penny because I have, you know, I had, you have to work so hard on TikTok and other channels to make money. And being that women, 90% of, 90% of the women that come out on the videos, you know, they do good. So it leaves us men kind of hanging unless you have a nice body and I don't have a nice body I, I'm chubby so I'm as it is when I come out on my on my live feeds and stuff I try to just focus on my face and stuff like that not my body because I'm really chubby I'm not that insecure about myself it took me a while to get this way and uh, every time the doctor says you got to get in a diet what for man it took me a while to get this weight up I'm not about to lose my my shapes but uh, lately, I have been losing weight, regardless of if I wanted to or not, because the same thing, we've just been sick and sick and sick, and uh, they finally called me yesterday, yesterday, finally, I got my, my approval, because I was running on my background check for this new company, and because a lot of new companies, they do background checks, which is pretty good, you know, at least they know what type of employees they're going to have, if they're going to have any issues with them, and stuff like that. I don't think I have a face mask in here for 
was my fault because I should have not taken the little rope off. And I don't have a little pin to, unless I put my name tag on it, but this one's actually comfortable. The only thing else I have in here is my Bucks Bunny one. So yeah, I got. I they finally approved my. Uh, they finally approved my um, my background check. Everything came back good. They sent me a copy of my background check. There's nothing else in there anymore. Uh, what I had there it was already. It's already gone. We all have a past, even if they say no. Everybody has a little bit of a past. I had my own past, so. But the past is a past, and we're living our future, present future right now. So. I'm enjoying the best time of my life right now. Being married to Alicia, having having my girls in my life and all that. It's been a blessing. <clears throat> my mom was sick. My mom's been sick for two days. Uh, Alicia's been sick for a couple of days. On top of what she already has, that side pain. I have that same side pain now. My kidneys hurt. And not only that, but at... Um, I've been just running a fever on and off. And, um, and so, yeah, I've been running a fever off and on, on and off. <clears throat> and, um, if I didn't have to take if I didn't have to go to school for six years to learn how to be how to become a doctor, I would become a doctor overnight. But because there's things that I love doing now that I love that I can do, you know, there's things I know how to do. Like I was letting my mom like I was telling my mom yesterday that I'm ordering a, a medical kit and a, a suture kit and I'm going to put it in a case and carry it in my car for in case there's an ever an accident or I'm like close to an accident or something and I can save somebody's life, I'll try my best to save that person's life. Um, <clears throat> growing up uh, in the border town of Laredo, you do a lot of most of the things across the border and you have friends that are doctors across the border and they teach you things if you want to learn they'll teach you you know they have their own practice like my friend uh one of my friend a close friend the doctors dr salinas from across the border from Nuevo Laredo. i know his son and his daughter practice medicine now but i know his i know his family practice medicine like he does but it's not it's not the same stuff, you know? Like, I don't know. It's the same thing, but at the same time, it's not the same thing. So, it's kind of... Let me get a little privacy going here, guys. Because the sun's about to start hitting me in the face. I'm facing west right now in the car. 
And I'm about to hit my pen before I get into work so I could be just quiet and just mind my own business. And because every all these kids, man, these kids sometimes, I don't know, it's just they may not have the perfect parents, but that doesn't mean they have to react and act the way they do, honestly. I know a lot of people that don't have their moms or they don't have their dads and they did, they did good in life. You know, they, they went through good things in life. And most of these young kids nowadays, you know, what kind of surprises me that man, they would make us count with beans at home to practice how to count. And here, 90% of the kids that work at this place where we are at right now do not know how to count. <clears throat> so I I did a shout out to all my friends that are teachers, both here in Laredo, both in Laredo and San Antonio, Texas. And I asked them if they still teach all those things here in, you know, in school cuz these kids don't learn anything in school anymore. It might be cuz they're always on the phones or I don't know, but they don't know how to count. They're always short. They're always over. They don't know how to count. <clears throat> and, uh, so, yeah, kind of, Leisha has to do a lot of stuff that managers do. But then she has the extra stuff that she has to do. She has to do, make sure everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing, because they don't do it. Um, and it's like I tell her, you know, me and you have principles because we were raised differently. We were raised never to give up, never to turn anything down, keep going. You'll strive better that way. But when it's only her myself and maybe one or two other people that are pulling the whole weight for this restaurant changes need to be done like right now my focus is to get some of the kids that are here relocated to other stores even if she has to start with new people again from the bottom up but at least it's gonna be <clears throat> At least it will be a way to start training new people. Because apparently now you you apply for a job here and they send you to the store on Vance Jackson Road and you get training over there for a week. But they they don't train them properly because they're not even the, that people train right. And it's it's amazing to know that Leisha, Leisha was trained in the Oklahoma City Sonic Sonic stores that are not franchises to that belong to people. So they were corporate stores. And she was. That's why she is the way she is. Her manager made her the way she was. You know. And that happened to me when I was growing up. My managers made me. Be them. My bosses showed me to be them. To have the guts to stand up to them. And tell them you know what. You're messing up. Let me give you an opportunity to fix your problems. Tell me if I can do something for you. So I can make changes. 
If not, I'll have you relocated to another department so you don't lose your job. Because if it was up to me, you would lose your job. A couple years ago, uh, it's already going on like almost five years, I was sent up to um, Park City, Kansas to pick up a semi-truck. That was the excuse, and I'm gonna put it in quotations because they sent me up there. They told me to dress, they told me how to dress. Roadrunner told me how to dress. They paid for my car, the rental, they paid for the gasoline, and they paid me for food on the road. And I only had like two stops of where I was gonna stop and eat food and stuff, and that's it. And I got to the terminal and I was wearing warm ups and a sweater. And I'm like, hey, man, um, I'm here to pick up uh, semi truck number so, so, so and so. They're like, oh, yeah, let me take you out there to the mechanics. But when I pulled in there, they were being rude to another driver that was there to start off with. And then they were eating breakfast on the clock. They were eating breakfast on the clock. And they had piles and piles and piles of paperwork on top of their desks that uh, our main office was in out of Peachtree, Georgia. And they wanted to They wanted to make sure that all the terminals were up to standard paperwork. Um, well, we we had a filing system where we would scan everything and it would go into the hard drive. And then we would keep the paperwork for three months. And then after that, toss it in the dumpster. At least three months. And then we would throw the boxes in the dumpsters with all of our paperwork. Uh, nothing important. It's just miles and trailer numbers and stuff like that. Miles that we ran. Where we put fuel, fuel stuff, fuel pays and all that, all that little stuff. Or if we had a break breakdown, uh, what company went out there. And then we would have to ch uh, turn in our receipts and stuff like that. Just to uh, comply with everything. And... Uh, Our office here in San Antonio was an example because 90% of the time we wouldn't put anything on there. We had our dis dispatch and she would do our paperwork for us. She would put it in, scan it through and then save it. And unless I was like being lazy and I wouldn't work my full day, then I would stay in the office and I would do the pap that paperwork. So I learned that paperwork. Then I learned how to do dispatching with Roadrunner because I knew how, I know how to do dispatching with the uh, Warner. Um, but they wanted me to move to Nebraska. Now I didn't want to move up there. <laughs> I should have moved up there years ago. But anyways, um, so I get an email on my phone. And says if I could please call this number and it's out of uh, Peachtree Georgia and they wanted to speak with me and I was like yeah that's fine so I got to meet the son's owner of the company so what Roadrunner did is they they bought out a lot of different companies and then at the end of the day they were so broke especially with all the accidents that all those companies already had bad issues and bad reputations with their insurances and then we had several accidents that were fatal 
And that's probably what drove the company to the bankruptcy because uh, they had, you know, they bought them. They bought so many companies in a year that we never thought we were going to get a raise again because they kept on investing in other companies and other companies and other companies. And they bought everything out, but they didn't have enough money to pay everything up. So they had to sell. And I know they sold the... Uh, the Roadrunner division, the intermodal division, they sold it to Universal Universal Trucking in 2019, and I believe now Rich Logistics got sold, bought out by Cat, C A T. Um, so the company broke, you know, in 2019, everything got went went sideways, everything went other ways except the way it was supposed to be intended to go, and. Uh, <clears throat> So, I don't know, man. I hadn't worked retail in, in 15 years. And, uh, you know, I saw Alicia that was struggling so bad at this store where they didn't have any cooks. And all the cooks were young kids that are still in high school. And they're, a lot of them are military family kids. And they have to be home at a certain time. And we have had some really, really good kids working here that are military-oriented family kids, type of kids. And they will work their ass off the right way. Those are the kids that deserve to be working here. Not that the ones that we have don't work. It's just they work what they want to work. They don't work what is what they're paid to do. They don't want to work what they really need to work. They don't. And that is what is putting the off balance in the whole store. Look, I've worked in retail. I worked in retail for 10 years. A little bit more than 10 years. Because when I started, I started working for Cinnabon. That's right, Cinnabon. I became a crew leader for them. And then Mervyn's back in the days, which is now Ross, the Ross and Didi stores. That's the Mervyn's back in the days before they filed bankruptcy and Target broke off from them. I think it was because it was Dayton, Hudson's, Marshall Fields and Target. They were all sister stores of Mervyn's. And when they filed for bankruptcy, Target was the one that went on its own. And other companies closed out and Mervyn stayed open till they couldn't handle it anymore. But some of the stores here in San Antonio were at the point of breaking and no return. And they sent me down here for one of the stores and it was impossible because it would steal every day. They would steal every day. There was not a day that would go by that they would not steal something, man. And so they gave me a store to try to bring it up, and I couldn't. So they closed it. And then they sent me to another store here in town. And I picked up the business for it, but it wasn't it wasn't enough to keep it open because they were paying mall rent and stuff like that. So they shut it down. The last store I ended up was at North Star Mall. And it was me and another store director that had moved from Laredo up here. And we ran the store until they let us all go pretty much and 
with that being said, at least, you know, um, at least I learned the experiences about everything. So yeah, it drives me kind of nuts when I'm, when I'm standing here and these kids are just walking to the back. Like, like if they were to put one of them right now with me to close, he, if it's Isaiah, he's going to be like, oh man, my stomach hurts. I got to go to the restroom. That's what the first thing he does when he comes in, clocks in, goes to the bathroom. And then the other ones are just walking up and down with the fucking phones and you know, Leisha's got to scream at him, and Leisha doesn't like to scream at him. Leisha doesn't want to be the bad person in this situation, and they keep doing the same things over and over, and they complain that Leisha's the only one that makes them do all that stuff, okay? The other managers don't enforce it, and I believe them. I believe her that all the other managers don't know what they're doing because I, I actually called out like two of the managers from here. And I'm like, dude, if y'all would work together instead of against each other, this store would be a great successful store. Now, they still owe a little bit of property towards the back. They just got to figure out because there's an antenna over there and they have it anchored over here in the back. But they would have to figure out how to extend the parking lot a little bit longer so we can put a drive-through in this store. This store needs an update. They need to retrofit it to the new look and add a drive-through to it. That would help us a lot. A lot. The drive-through would help us a lot. Um And I say a lot cuz it would help us. Cuz some of the some of the things here, some of the intercom things, um they don't work. Again, I think this is one of the oldest stores that they have. This one in the one on Old Pearsall Road. And they just don't want to invest any money in it. They really don't. They don't want to invest any money in it. And I kind of have an idea of what I want to do, but I need to ask Cat uh, for permission. And see if they'll let me do... I want to do a little painting around here. Maybe come and paint the lines and and do uh, probably do paint the lines and uh, I gotta go get my blower or I gotta go get a, a a blower from from my uncle Ralph so I can use it here and sweep up the whole parking lot while I'm painting it and. Uh, And go from there, man. But yeah, a lot of things have been happening here. And uh, I just got my new job. Uh, my new job pays um, $38 an hour, 52 cents a mile. And I got a sign-on bonus for five grand. Five grand bonus. That's not bad. Because they need, they need the people. And it's a seasonal thing, but once you once you start working for them, even if it's seasonal afterwards, they'll keep you because they have a lot of business. And again, I'm going to be riding around in the car, you know, and I don't have to carry the bags or anything that I carry for favor and all that. It's just my little dolly just in case there's something heavy. That's it. 
I, I have to drop my seats so I can fit enough packages in here and go. Go deliver in the neighborhood. Would you be my neighbor? So I got my new job, thank God. Because honestly, if I was to get fired from here, from Sonic, I really don't care. It's, like I said, I came in here to help them out because they were struggling with cooks and all that. And I knew how to cook already. I just had to go back to a refresh course on how to do everything. Because every company has different policies. But at the end of the day, pretty much all the stores do the same stuff. You know, you can do the same things and stuff like that. So... Like right now, I'm gonna get in, and if I'm even if I'm by myself right now, I'm probably gonna clean behind the grills and all that, just so I can keep up with it. And and I'm probably gonna take the vents off and wash them before they get really dirty. I'll find out if they have any degreaser because they didn't have any degreaser. But yeah, guys, um, so finally we got really good news. I, like I said, I got my new job, came up to the boss yesterday here, and I told her, I go, you know what, um, I don't know if you can. And if you can't, I understand. And I would put in my two weeks notice if you couldn't work with me because you still have a business to run. And she said, well, what days do you need? Uh, what days can you work? And I said, Wednesdays and Thursdays. She goes, oh, I don't have any problems with that. You can work Wednesdays and Thursdays. That's fine. She goes, right now you're just working two to three days a week. I go, yeah, I am. But uh, I want to try to keep my other job full time. And they, uh, my hours of services are going to be from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. For the, for the next few weeks. Because for the next few days or whatever, because of Christmas, we're going to be extremely busy. So this coming week, I mean this week, uh, in a couple of days that I'm off again, I'm going to do the cleaning on the back of the car and I'm going to drop the seats and everything and get everything ready so I can put my packages in here. And, uh, but the pay is going to be good and everything. We don't need a lot of money. Like I said, we need money to survive. And, but the only reason that I got this job and this bonus and everything is just that we really don't know what Leisha's wrong, what's wrong with Leisha. Okay, we're guessing it. We still had to get those tests done. They finally called me today for those tests that she has to get done and I have to get done myself. So we're finally going to figure some some type of something out. And maybe the doctor with medicine can help us out instead of surgeries, you know. Because if you don't have to get a surgery, don't get it. But if you need it, get it. Take it take care of it right now and if you're young take care of it because once you get a little bit older it's a little bit harder to heal and stuff like that anyways guys um like i said i got good news and uh then reina messaged me yesterday that uh the nephew had come out of the hospital and then right now she told me that they're gonna resubmit him back in the hospital because he's not feeling good again and I think it might be all the situations that she's going through over there. But she can't really move over here until January, you know. So that gives us time to save a little bit of money. And if we pay for her trip to move here, if she decides to move to Texas. I mean, if she follows Chris to Nevada, 
that's her you know it's it's her life it's her it's you know who she has a daughter with and um if she wants to make it try to work it out or something well that's about us but if she decides to change her mind and wants to move to texas to be with us you know closer to us so we can help each other out i want to be able to have a little bit extra income a little bit of extra income because we want to get a house we would need a house i don't care if it's a fixer-upper i don't care if it's an older house i want a house here in the barrio that's what i want and i want a house here in the barrio because we stayed here too long and we have everything right here hebs right there the you know we live in the strip coming into um Lackland Air Force Base, the main entrance, and we have everything. Look, there's a dental place, a liquor place, a haircut place, Gold's Gym. They can do nails. We have the HEB curbside. Now, HEB is a retailer down in South Texas that started in Kerrville, and their headquarters are in downtown San Antonio. And, um, So we have this main strip right here off Valley High Road has McDonald's, Pizza Hut. They don't they don't sponsor me. They're, they don't endorse me. I'm just telling you what type of restaurants we have on the main street right here. Besides the grocery store, we have churches and then there's Dollar Tree right there. We have AutoZone and O'Reilly's on this side. And then there's a five minute oil change place right there. Then there's Sonic, Little Caesars, Taco Bell, across the street there's McDonald's, um, some other restaurants, Subway, Pizza Hut, Panda Express. We have two Mexican restaurants that are from the same owner, uh, a block from each other. And then there's a restaurant that sells uh, catfish food. And I am not a fan of catfish, guys, but this restaurant takes that bad flavor out of the catfish and you would think you were eating some other fish honestly that i i've considered to come back and eat here the only thing is that they don't carry shrimp cocktails and stuff like that that we like that's why we go to the mexican restaurants because most mexican restaurants here in town they still make the shrimp cocktails and all that because customers you know constantly are asking for them <clears throat> I saw my inhaler. I gotta take it with me. If not, I can't breathe in there with all them smoke and shit. But hopefully right now it's not that not that busy and I can start doing the tile cleaning on the ceiling in the kitchen area. I'm just gonna get on the ladder and hopefully I don't fall down if I do. Oh well. But the edibles that I took, guys, are already in my system. I feel them coming in already because I can feel them kind of. I feel that mellow pleasure.
Sonia. So yeah, honestly, um, this restaurants are are real good for them, so they can have a small learning experience of if they want to do this the whole their whole life, or if they want to go into school, listen to their parents and be like, you know what, Dad, Mom, I'm you were right. I'm gonna go ahead and go to school, get a degree, and then do something with that degree. And uh, if not, because if not, you're going to stay stuck at working in a restaurant for 10, 15 years. And and the company you're going to work here for, they, they might care, they might not care. You know, honestly, they might care, they might not. So... <sighs> but anyways, guys... Before I start falling asleep with the edibles, let me get up and go to the store so I can go to the restroom and let me grab my apron. Cause this is mine. They gave it to me, so I'm actually gonna put my name tag on this bitch. Cause right now I have my name tag on my car on my on my cap. Which is not bad, you know. But honestly, <sighs> I gotta be late at least five minutes. So I go in at five, I'll be there like at five ten or five fifteen. Just for the hell of it. I mean, they can send the cook home already. They don't have that much business. And then what I'll do is when I get in, I make sure everything's ready because sometimes they won't leave nothing ready. So I'm going to fill up the thing with patties and make sure they're steaming. And then I'm going to make sure I have enough bacon and stuff like that and stock up on my breads. And make sure I have my chili and set up enough uh, hot dogs and footlongs and stuff and, and go from there. But um, this were great news, guys. And don't think that I'm going to stop doing the podcast. Sometimes it feels like it's just the boring listening conversations, kind of venting our, our stories of the day. But it's just reality, things that happen out here in the world the reality of of life and with that reality of life you got to be able to know what you want to do in life it took me it took me I'm 43 years old it took me that long to figure out what I really wanted in life like I didn't want to be having somebody extra on on the side, you know, I didn't want to do, like, when I split up from my ex-wife, I, honestly, like, I told Isha, I was going to probably stay single for the next five, six years, I would have stayed single for the next five, six years, I would have still been making good money, and just by myself, you know, helping my mom out, that's about it, but, 
Let me drop one of the girls off. They already dropped two of the girls off. They're going to work with us tonight, so. But I really don't want to get off the car yet. I'm like, eh. I feel like, eh. And I wanted to be on the podcast for a little bit before I did anything else. So, like I said, I'm not taking a puff puff pass right now. But I, uh, I took some edibles and... Even if you have a high tolerance, this new edibles that I got, you can have a high tolerance. And if you take two to three, you will feel the body high within 30 minutes. It takes about 30 minutes and you will feel that high and it will knock you off your feet. It will give you, you know what? Um, I ran out of my edibles uh, yesterday, but I was smoking so much that I was so high and my body was just automatically shutting down on me. So, you know, we kind of kept it noisy all night for our upstairs neighbors that always fighting and he's beating up his wife or girlfriend or whatever. And I never want to call the cops. Honestly, guys, you can judge me if you want. Years ago, I was living in Laredo, Texas, and I had just gotten my first apartment. And there was a couple that lived on top of me. And you could hear him through the fucking floor where they would, he would beat her up, like beat her up close to death. And I called the cops and uh, they knocked on my door first and they were like, hey, sir, what's the apartment number? I go, well, I told your dispatch what apartment number it is, but it's the one right above me. They're fighting right now. You can hear it. He goes, oh, yeah, I can hear that. So they went upstairs and they asked her if they wanted to put charges on him. And she said, no. And I said, okay, well, with that being said, I'm never going to get involved in anything like that. When I moved to San Antonio, uh, my first apartment, well, the apartment where I'm at, well, the first apartment where I was at uh, over there by Ingram Road, I had an issue with my downstairs neighbor because I actually was upstairs on that one. My downstairs neighbor, and uh, he would always go out there talking shit and everything. And then if she would come out to tell him get inside, she he would start hitting her. And same thing, I called SAPD, and the only one that got in trouble was me for calling SAPD because she didn't want to press charges. I uh, say, so you know what, man? After this, I ain't gonna get involved in nobody. I don't give a shit if she screams help or if she screams they're killing me. That's on her because I gave her plenty of opportunities, man, with help with you all. And the officers said, yeah, there's uh, 90% of the women that are getting battered. They won't leave their spouse, their partner or anything because they feel like they're going to their spouses or or boyfriends or girlfriends or whatever. They start threatening them that they're going to kill them or they're going to kill themselves. And, you know, they can't they can't live live it and let it go you know and um so now every time i hear my neighbors fighting i don't care as long as they don't get involved with me or my family i do not care they can beat themselves up there till they die and i don't care I just feel sorry for them because she puts up a lot with them she's the one that drives her car she's the one that moves them around and they kind of messed up because he was using some papers to fix the mirror on the car and I guess it didn't work out and he dropped them all on the floor and it's all probation papers for domestic violence ain't that a bitch he was already in jail for domestic violence 
and he's still abusing the girl that he's with, man. Sometimes us men don't appreciate the woman that we have, and they're a delicate, a delicate flower, man. We're gardeners. We're supposed to take care of that delicate flower. If not, somebody else will. Don't take care of that flower for us. And you don't want that to happen. So the kit that's working right now, the cook, um, I want to make sure that everything's done before he leaves, but I'm not going to clock in until like 5.10 or whatever, like Leisha. I was gonna, I'm going to be late. Um, just because the other day he left me a pile of fucking dishes. Like, honestly, uh, our boss is going to make a meeting for the whole, you know, staff, which is long overdue in my, in my, my beliefs is we're long overdue for a shit like that, you know, she's had set sit downs with managers, with the two managers and the, the crew leader that she has, and they don't seem to get it because they're young, they don't get it yet. They don't have the responsibilities. That's why they don't get it. I guess growing up, I had strong teachers, both in the retail business and at school, that made me be the person that I am now. Like, honestly, if her boss hired me to be a manager and gave me authorization to fire people, I probably would have fired the whole crew that's here. Honestly. Um, a couple nights back, me and Leisha ran the store by ourselves. Just me and her ran the store by ourselves. And we did fucking amazing. So you imagine? That's why I was like, I don't know why you need so many employees. If three people can handle a freaking store, you know, I can work 24-7. So I can stay there and work with the two people that I have and get it done. Um, especially if it's, you know, business is slow, you, you, you keep it going anyway, which way you can. Like for me, this store right now, shit, I would be having some, they gave us a, a suit for, uh, they gave us a suit for the thing. Oh, they let him out early. It's five o'clock and he's going home. He doesn't care about shit here. He's been looking back, making sure that they don't call him back because he forgot some shit. And, um, so I got to come in right now at five, but I'm going to wait a couple of minutes before I go and clock in and do the stuff that I got to do. It just depends who's going to be here, man, honestly. If I'm going to have a good day or I'm going to have a bad day. And if that's the situation, I'm just going to go fucking home. Alicia can handle them. Instead of handling me and the other people doing the shit that they're not supposed to be doing. And uh, the sad part about it is that she works her ass off to make everything good and nice and numbers and everything and the rest of these people do not fucking appreciate it and if they ever listen to this podcast you know who you are you underappreciate everything that Leisha does for y'all 
And that's your loss because it's actually a training for life. If a manager decides that she wants to train you, you do take the acknowledgement of everything that that manager tries to provide for you. Because you might not need it here at this store, but if you quit and you go somewhere else and you want to be a good manager, well, you already had a good teacher to teach you that. You know? Take it and absorb it like a sponge. You know, it's going to help you out. But they don't want to. You know, they're they're going through their rebel stage right now. They're 17, 16, 17, 18. And they're going through their little motions and stuff. So, I guess, whatever. Anyways, guys, I got to go into work today. Thank you all for listening to me and my stories. And y'all... Like I said, I'm on my edibles right now, and they're already kicking in, so I'm going to be really quiet and calm when I'm in there. Hopefully, we don't have a lot of work, and I can get a lot more cleaning things that need to be done that we when we got audited a couple days ago from the health department, and there's things that need to be cleaned, so I'm, I'm probably going to do that. I'm probably going to clean those things, and um, I might actually go buy some white spray paint and there's some vents that I really want to touch them up at least with some spray paint so it can uh, so it can look better man because the store fucking looks ugly now the manager she doesn't want to spend any money because that's her bonus money and I get it but I also get it when I was with Roadrunner Scott would never want to do anything for the drivers I would pay out of my pocket to buy stuff for the drivers Because we work our asses off. We deserve something. Even if they don't give us a raise or whatever, we deserve at least a fucking good hot warm meal. You know? At least once a year. Your drivers would appreciate it. Same thing here. If I don't... Last year, I was the first one to bring a turkey for them for for Thanksgiving. And then this year, I made another one. Again, the same thing. Alicia made a lot of stuff. And they didn't even try Alicia's stuff. They just ate the turkey, which is okay. But, um, I don't know. Kids will be kids, I guess, guys. Guys, I'm Hector. This is Cloudy Days, and we'll be back on the next time. Hope you all have a great day, a good evening. If you had a bad day, hope it gets better, and we'll talk to you on the next one.